Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with my good buddy Crypto Creed. And we talk about all kind of shit in this episode. Um, I, I, I'm not really going to go into it, but I will tell you it's a good one. Check it out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Esoteric Gladiator. Happy 4th of July. Today's the Freedom Cast, as I like to call it. Uh, and I've got a special guest on, a longtime friend, and basically like a cousin. Now it's, it's more like family than friends. I got my buddy Crypto Creed on. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce Hello. yourself, brother. What's up, everybody? I'm Alexander, or other more, otherwise known as uh, Creep, Crypto Creep, some people call me. Just kind of here today celebrating, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, really happy to uh, talk to you, man. It's been too long, you know. You are definitely like fam. I love you. Your work is great. Congratulations on your podcast and everything that you've been doing. It's amazing. Okay. Well, thank you, bro. Freaking, uh, yeah, man. It's it's like you know, as a re- as a modern day Renaissance man, it's always a a different creative project for me, you know. And and like you know, recently I've I've uh, gotten back into my love of plants and gardening, and I'm always tattooing and doing something like that or you know training martial arts i used to skateboard we used to do hip-hop it's graffiti all that shit you know i love to cook we're just uh we're renaissance men and that's what this podcast is it's just another platform it's just another palette and this microphone's a paintbrush absolutely absolutely so uh god godspeed brother Godspeed. So, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of where you're at, maybe. All right. Well, um, I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, I and the grandson of an immigrant plumber from Europe. My grandmother and grandfather came to this country to get away from the perils of Europe, I suppose. And my mother was 18 when she had me. She was a young one. Yeah, my mom too. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, she... She was young, but strong. She worked a couple of jobs. She worked two jobs. She had her own apartment at 18. I mean, we lived in North Hollywood, um, you know, in the 90s, early 90s. So post Rodney King, uh, we had a, you know, there was a big stop the violence campaign um, with Power 106. I mean, there was a lot of riots happening at the time, and I think. Which is, um, is. Is is funny because like now with everything going on today, like what what we see with 
like the riots and stuff now, and we know a lot of it's engineered, and we know there's a lot of like subversive movements trying to, uh, you know, uh, capitalize off of uh, the traumas in society. And, and, you know, like throwing wood on the fire of what's going on. So I've like wondered now, too. I'm like, shit, were those riots manufactured when Rodney King got it? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah. I mean, L.A. in the 90s was, was a lot. It was a lot different. A lot more drugs. A lot of it was a, it was a big drug culture, gangs, gang violence. Yeah, I mean, we saw, we saw, we saw a lot, a lot of what we see kind of in the news now as like a spectacle. We saw as like an everyday life, and we just lived it, and it was kind of like something that we just did and just was. But again, you know, I mean, I was young, and so I think as an individual, you know, we learn and we grow. So that was a big part of my development was, you know, at the age of fourteen, a friend of mine walking home from my house, got shot by a El Salvadorian gang called MS-13. And so my mom, you know, his cousin came to the house, knocked on the door, was looking for him, told us, and my mom was like, that's it, you're growing your hair out, and we're moving. And so she initially found a place on a little island outside of Seattle where you ferry boats. Yeah, so Bainbridge Island is where yeah, I live, and I went from you know gang banging and teaching uh, Chicanos how to break down a pound of marijuana and sell it <laughs> at fourteen. I mean, I was already trafficking drugs, you know, and involved. Yeah, with back the then Mexican it was mafia. it was definitely uh, involved with drugs. the Mexican mafia. I mean, I literally was, you know, I had a guy named Reggie who had barrels of this stuff, and you know, was a part of the mafia. And I was fourteen, you know, getting. I mean, it's it's to think about the shit that I did was crazy. I mean, I was literally at that point. It was pre nine eleven, so I mean, I don't know how I, how I came into it or how it came about, but I mean, from skateboarding and. You know, just doing like normal kid stuff. It was like next thing I know, we're listening to gangster rap, and I'm selling drugs. I mean, yeah, and back, natural. And 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 back then, weed was considered kind of a drug. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And we oh, we absolutely. grew up I mean, in the same areas, and like when I tell people, I'm like, man, like most of my homies when I grew up, they were skateboarders or gangbangers or both. Oh, absolutely. And here in L.A., everything kind of mixed and meshed together. So, you know, the, the skateboarders were kind of gangster. I mean, we, we oh, had, for sure. that's where you got Dogtown and all these, yeah. you know, I mean, some, some of the most monumental surf and skate stuff was interwoven with Chicano culture. And yeah. I think L.A. has been really permeated with the Chicano movement because obviously, I mean, this was... Uh, you know, territory of theirs long ago. And yeah, so we have a big, big Latino culture here and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But I mean, uh, as far as, as far as that goes, I mean, I, I moved from here to there. I went from gangbanging to a little Island outside of Seattle where I had Bambi and her family eating berries off the bushes outside of my window. What? And so it, it's, it's it crazy. Very, 
it, it's it's crazy you're talking about you're talking about Bambi because right now my biggest complaint is the fucking deers are eating my vegetables out of my garden. <laughs> I've been getting all pissed <laughs> off. That's why. Hey, have you ever heard of deer netting? Deer what? <laughs> deer netting. It's oh, thing. deer netting. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've been thinking about getting some. Uh, another funny thing is too is is a lot of people don't know that like you know like you said your mom was eighteen my mom was eighteen when she had me my dad was a fucking surfer and my mom was a chola so like when they were in high school my mom was a chola and my dad was a surfer so like I got the right. the perfect fusion. You know, my mom always wanted to listen to Motown and oldies, and my dad was all about classic rock. Um, he opened up a, a, a place in, uh, I believe it was the late 60s out in Malibu and Leo Carrillo called the Boneyards. Everybody was, was really scared of surf in that area. Oh, yeah. But my father oh, was not. Famous, famous spot. Yeah. Oh, that, that so is, my... That's, my that's infamous spot yeah my dad uh my dad had a personal experience out there in the boneyards he got to he got to know where the rocks were really well because at one point he was surfing a set and uh he saw a rock and he dove off his board but he dove face first into another rock and uh his his eyeball popped out of his head and he said he it, his face just felt hot, but he st got nauseous and started gagging because he could see the ocean below him and the shore ahead of him at the same time because his eyeball fell out of his skull. So he could see oh that. Oh my god! Yeah, so he had to push his eyeball back up into his skull and and paddle back in. So he's got a big old scar under his eye. Uh, yeah. I, I was just throwing that in there for some fucking reason, but yeah, back to you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I definitely want to give, give, give the, the listeners the mute. I don't want to just make it, uh, you know, about me personally, but you know, um, these motherfuckers just, get to hear me summary, ramble all the time. In summary, in summary, I went from kind of like a war zone to like absolute peace. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't say anything more. It was just like real peace with nature. It was just absolute nature in the forest. So in a way, I mean, I can kind of, because I'm an artist, I can kind of look at it with symbolism. And in a sense, I look at my life at that time kind of as, you know, the, um, you know, the lower aspects were in the South, in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then when I moved North, to the north, as I brought that, as I ended up in the north, the the energy shifted and changed. Yes, and I think, you know there might be something behind the energy in the land, you know, and and you know it might be something that has to do with that. So I know yeah. that the south has always kind of had the south is the root, and, the north is problems. the crown, and then you know as we move north, and I think that's really symbolic of you know if you get into it, so you know. My mother, when we moved to Seattle, started off as an herbalist and worked at a company called The Herbalist and was doing herbs and working with herbs, uh, like organic herbs and things like that. And then she ended up going through kind of what, at, at the time I didn't realize what it was, but the kundal, a kundalini awakening or experience. 
mm-hmm. in which she um, she changed her course of work and decided that she was going to be of service and started to course and chart her path as a healer. And so now fast forward many years, she's studied with a woman named Rosalind Bruyere, and she's one of the leading healers that they hooked up to Electro at UCLA to prove that healing and energy work works. And so now they have what's called integrative medicine. And so we'll have Western doctors doing surgeries with Eastern or certain types of energy work or things like that. So mm-hmm. either way, she started she course she started her course. She ended up working at a place called a healing center. And it's up there um, on the peninsula. That's um, where I'm at. I'm on the Olympic Peninsula. Is your mom still up here? Absolutely. Oh, she absolutely is. I mean I need you to give work. I need to get in touch with your mom. Hey, real quick. Absolutely. So Maybe yes. you'll maybe you'll remember this. You and me, I mean, what was this like 16, 17 years ago? We're chilling in the back in the back room and you're in at your pad and we're fucking we're 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 fucking writing rhymes and we're doing shit and all of a sudden your mom comes in and she talked for a few minutes and she left and I said, "Hey Creed, can I ask you a really weird question?" You're like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Is your mom a cancer?" And you're like, "Yeah, bro. That's fucking crazy." <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I do, Jeremy. I do. You, you, you nailed it. Uh, you know, you, you tapped you in. Really, you have well. You have. You know, you're you're well versed, and you are tapped in. You know, and when you're the thing is when you're when you have knowledge and wisdom, it it you know it may sometimes parade as tapped in or some sort of you know spiritual thing but it's really you know you're you're very intelligent you're smart you have experience you know and you know that's one thing that's one thing that's very wild i was telling a friend of mine yesterday about my mom and the work that she does and how she just would put her hand to my like ankle one time i was playing basketball i came down on my homie's foot i twisted my ankle it was all black and blue and big and huge and my mom happened to be in town and so she comes by and she's like scanning, I guess, the foot, and she goes, yeah, this one seems fine, and then she went to the, my other foot, the one that wasn't black and blue, and, and she goes, but there's something in here, I, it seems like it could be bone, or, I mean, she mentioned it, and I got frustrated, I was like, I literally was like, mom, that obvious, that's not the foot, <laughs> it's, a big <laughs> dinosaur, it's a big dinosaur, black and blue one that, that's hurting, and that's the one, and she's like, no, that one's fine. It's this other one. Sure enough, you know, fast forward 12 years, the the, the, the skateboarding ankle that I rolled 5,000 times and never went to the doctor, you know, that's the one that had the aches or the, the deeper aches, you know, but yeah. whatever. She's just, she, she's very in, in tune. So uh, let's see. She started a practice up there and essentially started to provide healing services on a sliding scale and working with the community to essentially just do what she could to help people. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was kind of the way I was raised. She was a hands-on healer. And now fast forward all these years, she actually has been accredited and gone to the schools 
and studied and now is a master theologian. She has her master's in theology and her master's in healing and can work at any hospital across the country. So that's a big, uh, that's a big um, act to follow. I don't even know what to say. I shouldn't yeah. even say it's an act. It's not. It's, it's just who she is. Well, and my grandfather was tapped in, and for, for whatever reason, that's the path that my mom took. My dad, on the other hand, my real father, was a punk rock guy and was in a band called the Dickies. And Wait, your dad was in the Dickies? The yeah. Huh. And I, didn't, I never even the, knew he that. First, yeah, he's, he's the first guitarist in the, in the Dickies, and when one of the members, one of the members had a hard time, and kind of took himself out or something. And next thing you know, I'm in the band kind of had a hard time. I think they're still touring and doing stuff. One of the main, one of the members, you know, that wrote a lot of songs is still, you know, you know, their name. So like what you were saying, like, you're like, uh, oh, you're aware, you're this and that, tapped in or whatever, but you're applying, basically applying it to awareness too. Like, so what I've been telling people is you know the first part of psychic is psyche so if you want to be psychic mm-hmm. you need to understand the psyche and and this is just mm-hmm. my own personal philosophy from you know just you know observation and i also always say human nature is a reflection of mother nature natural law is god's law god oh yeah you know oh, oh, so absolutely. so i just pay really close attention to my surroundings and you know, lo and behold, I've had psychic dreams. I think I told you, you know, I had three dreams about my brother passing away within six months of his death, and I'd never had any dreams about him passing away before. And oh, yeah, it's like I've had a lot of crazy dreams like that. But uh, so, what's your I dad? Know, up to? I know. I thought I, I thought about that yesterday. I was like, you know, Jeremy, what a what a wild ride. You know that guy's had. You know, and it he, ain't he over. Definitely had a wild ride. Well, no, definitely not. But I'm just so absolutely. Um, I don't. I, I'm trying to find the right word to say. You know, I'm. I don't, I don't want to say proud because it's like it seems like then that would give me some sort of above status. Proud. I ain't above I nothing. Know. You're not above. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm. So I can't be proud, but I'm just. No, I appreciate it. I think I just admire, I admire your work. The Over pa- time, you've developed, you've developed into a, a real gentleman who's, you know, smart and, you know, you're creative and you're just doing a lot of great things. And so I'm really glad that, to see that because, you know, so many people you'll see, you know, fall to waste or, you know, people just don't really uh, rise to the occasion. So again, that's the symbolism here is rising to the occasion. Ultimately, you know, we, we rise to the occasion. I mean, I don't, we, the only thing we could do is transmute and transpose. And so I'm kind of bringing in this symbolic angle into the podcast here because with the history. So I have some of this history. When I was younger, I was selling drugs. I was, you know, doing graffiti. I was in this, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm still an artist and I love art. And I think that that's what, I was going to say as a disclaimer, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not a historian. I'm not here to be exact in my measurement. Yeah. With, you know, but I'm here to 
create uh, emotion and ideas and, and, and stimulate the mind to think or to find truths or cut away and get to the truth. And it's, you know, that's, that's part of it. But I think this whole thing kind of symbolically, the move for me from L.A., to up north was symbolic and luckily I was able to be in nature and really observe nature and I was lucky to be blessed with a mother who was conscious she was a vegetarian yeah she you know she did bring you know she I did get turkeys and food sandwiches and stuff I mean this and that but for the most part she instilled this this consciousness you know and my father wasn't really around at the time when I was younger. I had a stepfather that came in who's actually my younger brother's father who just happened to be like a rock guy too. Apparently my mom had a thing for like rockers. <laughs> funny. Um, but she was amazing and she was the most wonderful mother and my father wasn't around much, but he came into my life later and is amazing still. He's, he's a genius. He can, he can like cite, yeah, he can like play anything that he hears and you know i mean that's he's, awesome he's phenomenal he's phenomenal and then you know my stepfather was around and he also was a great guy but he was also you know conscious vegetarian and so and that was before it was like cool it was like yeah. very it was different it was different but luckily i had conscious people that were giving me light yeah and, and giving me wisdom and treating me uh you know like I mattered, you know, because I could have just stayed in a city where I could have fallen into the system and ended up in jail. Like, like me or some people. Yeah. Like some people I know. I didn't want to put you on blast. Oh, it's I mean, fine. You know, the the, the things, listeners know I haven't fucking, even gone through it. It's a it slippery yet. slope. It's a slippery slope, brother. One wrong move. And they take your rights. They put you in a cell. They hold you in a cell. They charge you, you know, and next thing you know, it's like you're stuck in a system and you can't get out. And that's the one thing that was really difficult with, you know, the the, the marijuana and all of that is that, you know, most of the people that were getting locked up in the 90s were, far of that, were good people, you know? I mean, yeah. the healing of a nation. I mean, ganja. I mean, when you, when you look at now where we're at with hemp and cannabinoids and, you know, the healing. CBD. Proper. CBD, CBG, I mean, the, the, the list goes on, and the, the plant really does have the power to shift the way that we do our, our holistic work here. Now, I mean, I think this kind of ties in. So we have a lot of chaos going on. There's a lot of chaos. It's just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of chaos, a lot of problems, you know, and... Anywhere you look and turn, there's uncertainty, which they say can be worse for you than physical damage. You know? Yeah. But I think it's it's. I think people need hope. People need absolutely. You know, some sort of hope. That's just. I and I realize that that's kind of the driving force behind humanity because we will have hope and. We had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties there. Apparently, my buddy's headphones uh, broke out. But you were saying hope is the driving force behind humanity. Yeah, you know, I hope really does 
pull people through. I mean, it's 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 what we go on. It's a defense mechanism, I think, of the mind as De- well. Definitely. Um, you know, it's and and literally, you, you know, it, it's like till the last dying breath. You know, you will have hope until it's until you have none. <laughs> well, 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 it's what's what's really crazy right now too is is a lot of people that like you know could be clients could be friends you know whatever people on social media or whatever they're like why are you so focused on this dark shit and this and that and 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 it's like well i'm just gonna be real like it's i focus on the disarray and the chaos because i'm trying to figure out a way to bring order to it outside of the way the fucking freemasons are trying to bring order to it I look at the chaos and I'm trying to make sense of it and help others make sense of it because a lot of people get caught up in bullshit and and they're confused. Oh, absolutely. But but I'm like I'm like I I didn't come back to planet Earth as an eternal being. I didn't come back here to fail. So I there's no, there's no hopelessness in me. You know what I mean? I've been in some really fucked up situations in my life and still clung to hope. I have just brought the darkness to the light and a lot of people say oh that's that's bad that's this that's that you know if you stare too long into the evil the evil stares back that's great well i just really know my enemy i guess uh but yeah for me it's it's not that i'm that's all that i focus on because if you if you know you know me personally you know i joke around again we're doing art all the time uh, i'm loving our plants <laughs> And, and, and fucking like, you know, like that's that's the undercurrent of hope within me is is all this chaos that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I still see a light at the end of the tunnel and, and back to natural law. What happens when a forest burns to the ground? You know, it's the phoenix rising from the ashes. It comes back three, four Absolutely. five times stronger. And so I look Absolutely. at yeah, I look at this as again human nature, reflection of mother nature. This is just this is just our adolescent process right here. Shit's shit does kind of have to burn to the ground because even pre-COVID, shit wasn't great. I mean, shit's been great for me for years because yeah, I took because my life into my own hands. Exactly. And, now that's now that now that Jeremy takes me to the next kind of you know, topic here is that that's what's key. You know, I think society is going through some of the things that we went through possibly on a personal level, maybe younger or at different times. Yeah. Down with Rodney you know, King. Yeah. yeah. We learned then. this shit the it first time Rodney they rioted. King. The first time they were riot, we were, we were going through this then. So, I mean, that's the thing I do see, you know, it's really, it's up to each individual to go through the process. So when I was young, I was young. I didn't have the information. I wasn't as wise. I didn't have the experience. And so, you know, when I first left LA, you know, in the nineties, I was a rough ashlar or a rough stone that wasn't, you know, it was the steam. I had the steam, but it wasn't being honed right. And, you know, I use those as metaphors because, as we know, you know, that's kind of the the thing here is, is transmutation, is mm-hmm. the alchemical process yep. of taking the, 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 the 
darkness and you know exposing it really absolutely oh this is this is an issue this is an issue this is an issue okay let's defeat those demons let's get rid of that let's 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 battle those giants you know the killer of giants you know that's a a big thing you know is is you know perseverance and getting through and you know it's also the, the greatest virtues in in life come from you know the greatest turmoils and some of the hardest lessons well we've chosen to peace. and so there's an old there's an old native american saying that it takes a war chief to be a peace chief you can't you can't yeah. learn peace you can't understand peace without going through war so you know i guess in a way even though we didn't have a topic to begin with i mean we're kind of saying hey this is the topic of our podcast here 100 percent. we've we've chosen to stare into the eyes of our enemy the essence of independence, the essence of today, and the and the holiday, is taking your own life into your hands. Okay, it's your mind, it's your perspective, they're your thoughts. Each person has a right to their own thoughts and their own perspective. And so, to infringe on someone else's isn't right. The point to this is that we should do the work ourselves. We should take our worst and lowest self and turn ourselves into the best version of ourselves by squeezing the grape, by, you know, by ex extracting the good, um, you know, and transmuting the bad. And ultimately, you know, that's kind of what I see as a whole for the country, too. You know, in a way, this country was... You know, we were the arm or leg of another country, and yep. we had somebody telling us what to think, say, or do, yep. and to ultimately, you know, serve them or their ideas and their ideals. And so, in a sense, you know, a lot of times with children, you have to teach them and guide them. And so, you know, like with our parents, you know, we... It was up to them to teach us and guide us. Without my mother, without my grandfather, without my father, you know, I would not have the information I needed to get to where I needed to go. But ultimately, it was up to me, just like it's up to everybody else, to be independent, think for themselves, and to be the peace. Be, you know, go. Sure, if you're at war, fine. Go be at war. Go throw your fucking Molotov cocktail. Go spray paint shit, whatever the fuck your war is, that's fine. It's your inner war. And, you know, each individual is going through their own war. And that's, you know, collectively we see a lot of people piggybacking suffrage and, and a lot of different yeah. things happening right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's sad. And, yes, we can get political and maybe we save that for another podcast, but we can talk politics all day. But it's all inner reflections, like you said. The world around us are reflections of our inner work, and ultimately, I think a big symbol for the holidays is taking your sovereignty for yourself, and you know, and not in like not in like a devil way, like oh, independence is the devil. You know, I don't know. It's it's more about thinking freely, being free. And doing the work, transmuting, you know, and you're responsible. You are responsible for your feelings and how yeah. you engage with the world around you. 
You can choose. You have white magic, black magic, gray magic. I mean, red, things, green. And, and, and then you have, you know, the people that are indoctrinating into the middle. And it's okay. Like, everybody has their place and everybody has their way. And I mean, I'm sure, like, like I can get into a million tangents. That's, that's the fun of ad libbing or freestyling yes. these things, is being able to go wherever, which is nice. But I also think that it's nice to have a, 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 a strong center. And I think that center can be our three, six, nine. That can be our six there. And we can do the magic because ultimately we want people to hear this and take something from it. And so with that being said, it's like we have to utilize this day. I mean, it's an eclipse. We have a very powerful, powerful year this year. A lot is happening. This so year's I, a 22. It's a very master a builder very number. Year. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I think you're right. Out with the old, in with the new. It's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult for things, you know, to, to lose the old or to get rid of the old. Now, it's especially difficult, you know, when we, when it's done in the way that certain things are being done, i.e. like tearing down statues and certain things. It's, if you don't do things properly, then you lose information or history, which isn't good. So it's not, and not I, don't, I don't agree with the uh, complete anarchy in the streets right now. It's just not, it's not okay. But uh, it's weird because when I was young, oh, yeah. I was on, uh, when I was young. Oh, we were on that I Rage Against the, the Machine shit. I was breaking the law. I was breaking the law, which I didn't realize it was a collective thing. You know, we create laws to protect us. But you don't understand these as a child, you know, I'm, I'm fighting the law, you know, fighting the police, you know, I'm out there spray painting or whatever. And I get it because these people, the people are going through it, they're going through it. You know, some people, they say, will never learn this lifetime. And no. maybe they won't. Maybe, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. But you know what? So, at least for us, you and I, we're lucky and blessed to have consciousness. Some people don't have that. This world is full of people that are unconscious, that are doing low vibrational things that are in a low vibrational state. Yep. And so you and I are very, 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 very blessed. And, you know, I feel grateful. I'm in gratitude that I have the information I have, I, you know, I need to, you know, make the decisions I need to on a day-to-day -day basis. A lot of people just, you know, I mean, ignorance is really what we're fighting. That's yes. the, the, the spirit of independence is really learning and knowledge, gaining knowledge, creating wisdom. I mean, these are all symbolic things that the, that the you know, the ancient occultists have been yes. using for centuries, and we mm -hmm. know that. And so we can get into details of that. But ultimately, it's about healing. It's about healing. It's about healing. And I'm realizing that. And I don't know, that's kind of maybe my path because I've fallen into that realm through my mother and my lineage or whatnot. But now that's the new me, the old me, as you know, was very competitive, you know, very uh, capitalistic. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's definitely aspects of me that were my lower aspects, but now, you know, I'm, I'm healing. I'm, I'm always learning and growing. And I love that. I think the key of this, is the observe is, is the observation of it so in <laughs> observation you know is the key and to you know almost i mean i wrote you know my that creed word is a very powerful word so 
understanding belief systems was a big part of growing up, which is funny. My mother's like the master theologian now, you know, uh-huh. funny enough. Right. But, um, you know, I think in conclusion, it's a wonderful holiday. I think today's a wonderful day to just take your power back. So, you know, to really just take your power, be sovereign, you know, be in gratitude, be in gratitude and try to share that with other people, you know, try to share the gratitude, be grateful. You know, I think a big problem is that people want to point fingers and argue and fight and and everybody's got a, everybody's got a fight to fight. And it's like, we need less fighting and more peace and love. And I think, you know, that's a big part of taking your sovereignty and being, you know, able to be free. So check this That's out. That's the key. Check, Freedom check. is key. Freedom is key. Check this out. Fucking. So I wanted to expand upon something you said earlier and then also get into one other thing. So you and me, we don't have degrees. What we what we have we learned in the field, and in this yeah. great time of 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 peril and chaos and all this stuff, everybody's relying on the experts and the 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 doctors and the scientists. Well, newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, the experts and the doctors have sold their souls. They sold out. They're not giving you the proper information. And there's other doctors and other scientists speaking out on them. So a lot of people will be like, well, you you don't have a degree. Where are your credentials? It's like I'm a student of the field. You know, I've been doing (laughs) this work for most of my life. So I know what works and what doesn't. And and so there's that. And then then there's this like as far as like, you know, the 4th of July, the freedom cast is what I'm calling it. Fucking as far as that goes. And I know you'll relate to this is we were living that rage against the machine lifestyle for years. I'm sure you went to the Democratic convention back fucking in like 2000 when rage played there and then and then we and then Antifa broke that shit up like, you know, over 20 years ago down by the Staples Center. You were were you there for that? Are you talking about the gay Nazis? No, oh. no, no. It was uh it was uh, Rage Against the Machine came and they played at the Democratic convention. Like twenty years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. You okay, and remember like Antifa? The, those motherfuckers that that yeah. started all that shit were like Antifa. They were in all black. They had bandanas over their faces. So these totally. motherfuckers have been in it for a minute. So, like me now is is I hated all of our past presidents, fucking Bushes, Reagan, every single one of them, every single one every of them. And and I was totally anti-military, anti-government, anti this and that. But then I came to a Absolutely. realization was <laughs> was like patriotism has less to do with the government and more to do with the community. And so Absolutely. So now I am a fucking proud patriot in the sense I'm not a registered voter. So motherfuckers can't say, "Oh, you're right-wing this, right-wing that." I I'm not a registered voter. I do pay yeah, attention to the at. climate. I got, in a fight. I got in an argument one time because of that. I got, in, you know, just to, sorry to oh, it's intervene fine. here, but I have, I was on a job in Miami painting, um, 
the four seasons in North Beach. Oh, nice. And the yeah, I was doing a lot of line work, gold line work. If you go there, there's a restaurant, and it's a historic building, but if you go there, you'll see a lot of historic artwork and the ceilings are all i do a lot of gold line work we we have both got to do a lot of mural shit in some cool places we've been blessed yeah i mean we've been blessed um i forgot oh so this i was there it was 2016 and sure enough my the guy that called me initially for the job um we you know we're sitting there and it's it's election year. Sure enough, he's, you know, it's like, you know, you better vote for Hillary Clinton. You better vote for Hillary Clinton. You know, Trump fucking blah, blah, blah. He was just so full of hatred and so angry and mad about Trump. But yet, I could never vote for Clinton. Oh, fuck could, no. I'm also, I'm also, I can never vote for Clinton. And this is why. Because of what happened in Yugoslavia with Albania they her and the foundation they funded or Haiti terrorism and split apart my whole country just like they're trying to do with our with America now with Antifa and BLM and everything that's exactly what the Clintons did in Yugoslavia to dismantle the Yugoslav fucking army and the country of Yugoslavia yeah they I did mean, it in Libya Clinton, and Haiti to too they, they, my, they. I went. I grew up when I was young. My, our country, because I'm, I, you know, I'm part half, I'm half Serbian, but we used to say Yugoslavian, and you know, that's that's a big part of my youth is that the Clintons basically ruined our whole fucking country. Excuse my language, but these guys cuss all you destroyed want, destroyed our country, and not only that, they used a lot of depleted uranium. They should be <clears throat> imprisoned forever. They, those people should go to jail. But now. You know, that's a whole other topic for another day. Ultimately, I could never, ever vote for the Clintons. They should die by guillotine. Yes. Now, at the same time, I got into the argument because guess what? That man's father fought in a war so that we had the right to vote. Sure enough, I couldn't win. It didn't matter if I voted this way or that way. If I didn't vote, now I'm, now I'm even worse than voting for either one. Because the fact that we can vote, the fact that we can vote, or that we can supposedly vote, is, you know, that's the thing that is so key. But yet, you know, I and yourself think, what am I, how am I going to vote for a lesser of two evils? So yeah. I got into this huge argument with this guy about voting about, you know, for, for Hillary instead of Trump. And, this, and I was like, listen, I'm not voting. And because I said I'm not voting, he got even more upset. And it's like I just couldn't win. And sure enough, I – same thing. I wanted to agree with you that every single president, every time – politics, same thing, freedom fighter. I was always a freedom fighter. I mean, you know, always. As a matter of fact, when I was younger, I used to even, you know, draw the anarchy sign sometimes yeah. in my Yeah, oh, we all did and, that. You know, and I studied, you know, I studied some of that stuff too. But you know, And your dad was a punk rocker? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you gotta you gotta think. You know, I mean, my grandmother also produced the Monkees, which was a TV show. I mean, that was kind of the history behind the Dickies. Was the Monkees? She produced the Monkees. If you listen to GBH out of London, they'll stop their show and. Oh, I love GBH. The first punk band. Well, they're the ones. They'll say the first punk band was the Monkees. So then, then you go, okay. Well, who was the first punk band? The Monkees? Yes. 
right? If, if GBH says that, so then GBH says, oh, it's the monkeys. Well, guess what? The monkeys birthed the dickies at the same time. So, you know, my pops really was right there. And my grandmother, actually, here's the funny, here's another, here's another background. Let me give you this one. This one's a kind of a clencher. My grandfather, they called him Oscar. He sat on the academy. He was like the president of William Morris, actually. Oh, really? Or Yeah, for years, he was like the head of fucking William Morris. And, yeah, and he sat on the, on the board of the Academy, and they, everyone called him Oscar. Huh. Talk about a weird one. But yet, I've never met, I, I never met the man, never met him. Same thing with my grandmother on my father's side, never met them. Grandmother yeah. or father. But my grandma did produce The Facts of Life, the TV show. She produced. Uh, That's the why they used the to call you Tootie back in junior high. Well, you know, <laughs> for sure. I need to do a little bit of fan, family lineage stuff on my father's side. I know, you know, we had some fam back in Mass, <laughs> Massachusetts, and we, you know, I know my dad's brother is like a 33rd degree Freemason. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And here I am. <clears throat> I'm trying to, I'm actually thinking about, I don't know if I need to put this in the, on the public airways, but... <clears throat> You know, I gotta, I gotta deal with some of that stuff too. You know, it's you gotta rise to the occasion. You know, just because, you know, sometimes things don't work out certain ways, we still have to rise to the occasion. So, with that being said, you know, he's my my dad's in his older age now, and yeah, I'm clo- I'm here now for him, regardless, because that's that'll bring. I mean, it might be selfish because I don't want to live with regrets. <laughs> but ultimately, you know, he's an old guy now, and I, I can sit down with him and maybe talk about the fam and get some get some of those those convos, you know, that we I might not have had when I was younger with pops, you know. And now it yeah. might be even better because, you know, because he's older and wiser, and now you know there might be this great symbiotic, you know, relationship yeah. while we, you know, I guess while I'm there for him on his. You know, out with his exit strategy. <laughs> well, forgiveness, so. forgiveness, like you said earlier, bro. Like the the, yep. the 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 real the real journey is love, healing, and truth. Like these three Absolutely. things are like the foundation of life. Truth is eternal, and what we're seeing before us socially uh, in this this country on a global level is the lies the truth br- being brought to the surface i mean but literally Absolutely. too because if you know like i know these satanic motherfuckers have been operating underground literally underground and the dumbs the deep underground military bases and, and and inside of mountains and all this shit so the truth is rising to the surface and and you know, and and back to like even these Antifa anarchist motherfuckers, right? Like these guys truly believe that the end justifies the means. So they can lie, cheat, steal, murder, 
fuck people yeah. over. It's all everything's a sacrifice. Yeah, for people. Everything. It, 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 they can fuck everyone over, but because in the end they're gonna get this utopian society where everything is equal and just and this and that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I hate to break it to you, but you don't get a just, beautiful uh, castle. When it's built on a foundation of lies and manipulation, I'm sorry, that's just, that defies natural law, and I don't know how many times in human history we gotta see that for people to wake up, but, yeah, man, so. Yeah, absolutely, I agree, I agree, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot going on behind the scenes right now, and. You know, you gotta. I guess you gotta kind of figure out what you personally need and want. I mean, you and you, you and I are both of service. You know, we both have done enough work to know that being of service is key, and we all know that. I mean, even Carnegie fucking knew that. You know, you get you get so you 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 become the richest man on the planet. Then what? What do you do? You give it away. How much can you give away? I mean, that's you know what can you give away? Ultimately, you know. Self, when you realize that there's something bigger, you know, the self falls away. And so there is a big idea of sacrificing, you know, one's self for the greater good or the greater whole. And so we've had a lot of, you know, servicemen and women who have done that. We try to honor their lives, people who have lost their life to fight for freedom and people who fought for us to vote and for things like that. You know, I'd like to, you know, my buddy Richard and his father, you know, we had that conversation in Miami and I really just, I was just honored that his father did that for us to be able to vote. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, and this is, if any year I'm, I'm constantly like right now, I'm like, Oh, I should vote. But I wonder, I've always been, you know, kind of anti-establishment as well. That's the yeah. weirdest, that's the weirdest, that's the weirdest it's paradigm a paradox. here, is that we were always the ones who were, you know, the, you know, we were the creative ones, but we were also, you know, our minds were philosophy, we had the philosophy, but we were the ones that were the truthers, the, the original truthers, yeah. I mean, I was studying truth, you know, since truth was truth, I guess, you know, I yeah. mean, I think a big, maybe a part of that is my blood lineage too, and my family and our like, you know, religion and, you know, or Orthodox. I grew up Orthodox Christian. So our family patron, we have Michael the Archangel, and Michael the Archangel has the sword of discernment and the scales of justice. And so we discern and we you know, and we provide justice. And that's kind of what people like you and I are when you say esoteric gladiator, you really are a gladiator. And it's people like you and I and people like your buddy Sam and, you know, people like Bishop Gators. I mean, these are the people we're cutting, we're cutting away. We're cutting away the inaccuracies. And even though, you know, as an artist, like I was trying to say that I'm not a historian, so I can't be precise in every measurement, of course, you know, and so as a, you know, but we are fighting for it. We are yeah. fighting for the truth. We are, we want people to heal. We want people to heal for themselves. We want people to think for themselves. We want people to heal other people. Once they know how to heal themselves, you know, I mean, we want the world to be a better place. We want those things. And I mean, we obviously right now, we, we can see it happening. There may be, you know, there may have been a distortion 
of truths because of the lineage, the blood lineage of the fucking the dragon parliament, and you know, and yeah, you, you can call it what you will. I mean, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how. You know, that's another topic for another day as well. Is the you know the alien theories and the and whether it's just genetics. I mean, I don't know. Ike Ike is all over that shit. Yeah, he's been on it, and it's funny how people that have been saying and doing these things and we're fighting for just people to just admit, like, hey, there maybe I should think about something else. You know, like with the fi- people who are fighting for it are the ones that are now the ones that people are looking to. Like you said, the experts, like yo, like we've been on this, we know what's going on, and you know what, you can stand behind me, and I will protect you, and that's the key. A lot of people are scared. There's a lot of uncertainty. People are not grounded, you know, and that's, you know, that's another thing, electricity, to get back to things, to simplify things, to kind of maybe bring back yes. a little bit of that grounding aspect, that pillar. Absolutely. To be a pillar, to be a pillar you need to ground out. And so what we need to realize is that even though things seem very complicated and there's so many human aspects, it's really humanizing. We've humanized everything. And if you really take things to a simple level, it's literally really simple, negative, positive polarity, yeah. balance along a pole, you know, and then you can get into, you know, if you start going into that, then you can understand that it's a lot simpler than you think. And ultimately, you know, for people that are suffering right now, people that are hurting, people that are uncertain, that need hope. There is hope, and that hope is in simplifying your thought process and realize that all you really need is air, water, a little bit of food, and some shelter from the storm. So and family and art and, and yeah, obviously yes, there's community. More to it. Obviously yes, you can add to the list, and yeah. that's for each person to do. But things are simple. Yeah. Yeah, we've positive negative. If you just literally think in a simpler way and try to simplify your thinking less, you know, really is more and it does create more peace. And so for people that are suffering because the world is chaotic right now and there's so much going on, you know, I I would say, please try to focus on something that brings you peace for meditation me, man meditation for, for me it's jasmine it's the flower jasmine i have flower, i have jasmine when you walk to the gate here where i stay there's jasmine bush and it smells and it just brings the richest scent and it's the most beautiful smell and to me when i think of something that's in turmoil or chaotic or at war i bring myself back to a place like that, like Jasmine. I just think instantly think Jasmine. Or you could think, you know, the beach or bring yourself to a happy place, but ultimately less is more. Calm the mind. Take the chaos, you know, turn it into order if you can by simplifying it. And ultimately, you know, be at peace. Today is a wonderful day. It's a wonderful astrological day. I think, you know, I've been honored. I feel honored to bless your uh, listeners with a little podcast. I'm so grateful that I got to speak to you. I mean, I'm really just really just in awe of all your work. I mean, you know, it's hard. They say, they say not everybody can sit at the same table, and it's true. 
you know, and it's sometimes people, you know, will become isolated, feeling like an island. And luckily, right now, we have a lot of powerful people who are coming out of the pain and suffering and coming together to fight for truth and justice. And, you know, the freedom to do so is important. So it's, it's lovely. I'm very much in gratitude. And, you know, I'm here for you at any time whenever you need me i'm here to do more podcasts uh, yeah people can check me out people can check me out kr3ab you can follow me on instagram or twitter or any of that kind of stuff i'm not twitter i'm not really on twitter but um yeah me either. i'm not even really on those things much but if you want to listen to some music or something you can check it out i make some music i produce music um you know i'm kind of just <sighs> holding on to these uh old aspects in some ways like the creative side because yeah. I don't ever want to lose those aspects of myself by, you know, being creative and using the platforms. Like I think this platform is great, but I think you said it best with, you know, the tattooing and having platforms is, is important for people, you know, nowadays, especially because the, the, the dialogue was not there before. It was very much. Yeah. It was all, monologue. all mainstream, all mainstream yeah, media. Everything was like just programming. And now, you know, it's beautiful that we can share and not just share, but like help, you know, and, and be a part of something that's, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe everybody just wants to be a part of something and feel like they're a part of something. So, so, so well, that, know, yeah, that it's, it's, it's in human thing, nature to have that tribal lineage. Everybody tribal, wants to be yeah. part of a tribe. So, you know, they're well, gravitating towards that's, things. It, it takes a village, right? Yeah. So, like, but we can't, no one can, no one can do it alone. What's really crazy, though, is like with all the crazy, the chaos and pandemonium with all these different people getting involved in causes and and shit that like is totally in the end not going to benefit us as 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 a whole. It's going to benefit the elites like a lot of these people, if if they really, you know, did the work to uh, study and, and go into these systems of control like mainstream media, the education system, the medical system, the food and agriculture, all these different systems, these people, they'd be appalled that they supported a lot of this shit. They, for a lot of people really have this false sense of importance. See, I had that shit knocked out of me as a young child. I realized yeah. that as a young child, oh shit, I'm just another piece of shit. And and if if I didn't learn that from my upbringing, I definitely learned that from jail, and 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 all that. And so eventually, it's for as confident and as outspoken as I am, I'm also humble enough to admit, you know, I hey, I'm just another ant on the hill in a lot of ways. And I don't really feel important to this system. And, and that's why, like you said, people like, you know, Tinfoil Hat, Larry Gators, Jordan Maxwell, all these other people, all these different podcasts, Anomaly, all these guys, they've, they've taken it and they've created their own platforms because the mainstream media just wasn't cutting it anymore. Right. So now we got to get the truth Absolutely. out to the people. And, and, and some people are going to reject it and they're going to they're going to sit in that logical, you know, worldly mind 
what, what they think is logical. It's, it's really just complete ignorance. They're going to stay stuck in this logical, perceivably logical mind and keep getting tricked by these fucking dark wizards using the dark arts to fuck everyone over when there's motherfucking hermits, as in the hermit card, that are illuminating the path with the lantern of truth trying to show you guys, see that top of that mountain peak right there? That's where we're going. I know it's dark. I've got this lantern. I've walked this road a few times. I've, I've been up this road in a few lifetimes. I'm going to show you how to get there. You're going to have to do some of the work yourself by making sure what I'm telling you is true. Even though I know it's the truth, you're going to have to do some of that work too because there's a lot of other motherfuckers that are going to show up with these punk-ass lights and try and act like they're going to show you the way they're going to trip you up, knock you off the path, and take that shit out of your pockets once once you're on the ground. So I look at a lot of like the truther movement now as the hermit in the night, what, showing people the top of the mountain, man. We got to get to the top of this fucking mountain. And y you got to know who your enemies are, man. And that's, again, back to why. That's very true. That reminds me, you know, that, that reminds me of my mom. She was doing one of her last classes before she um, was going to graduate. And, you know, she had to study some dark stuff where they, they taught her how to, to basically defend from and, you know, fight off, you know, some negative aspects. You know, there's negative aspects and there's people that, you know, I mean, I'd like, I, I'd become, you know, I, there's all kinds of theories we can go down in a spiritual podcast, you know, yeah. but it's, um, you know, it's important to, I think, again, with the topic of the day, to take your power back. And, you know, a lot of times we end up becoming more like our enemies if yes. we focus on them too much. Yeah. So I do, I do love what you're saying, and I really do agree um, with most of it, although I do think that, like, I have a friend, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's going through it. He is, he thinks he's, that God's given him the gift of being a seer, so he sees things, but he sees, like, spirits attached to people, he sees things behind the scenes that you and I might not see that we are theorizing, but he has been given the gifts uh, as he would put it, um, I don't know if the, his doctor would call it schizophrenia. <laughs> huh. but you know how it, you know how that goes. Yeah, uh, he's very powerful, you know, and he's 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 going through that. But I've he found his way through the Bible and through the book. And again, it's a book of prophecies. It's a book of you know, there's great beauty in it. I think it may be one of the first computer programs yeah. ever written by man, but, you know, it's another topic again for another day. Um, he sees everything through those eyes, and that's beautiful and fine, but he gives a lot of his power away. Uh, his, his Everything is principles and, and or principalities, which yeah. is understandable, and, and I get it. But the the aspect that he's missing is the psychological psyche aspect and the archetypes of the psychology and astro psychology as well. So he gives away his power thinking that there's these archons or which again these things may exist. 
I just personally have not, I personally do not have like a real devil and a real angel on my shoulder personally that I see. I think that the devil and the, sh- the angel are archetypes of my personal psyche and psychology <clears throat> that I have control over rather than them having control over me and pulling the strings like some puppet fucking master. <clears throat> and I think that that's one aspect of everything that might be overlooked. And again, this is debatable. This is where denominations come from. You know, yeah. people have different theories about how this works. But, you know, ultimately, um, I think giving your power away is the opposite of independence, being that, you know, we want to have control of our at least own psyche and and body mind spirit Mm -hmm. and so there may be a lot of darkness in the world Mm -hmm. but that's because somebody else hasn't resolved theirs it doesn't mean that their darkness needs to be our darkness exactly and that's why i'm not in the street fighting for george soros (laughs) yeah now uh, and I wasn't supposed to say his name because I had a bet with uh, I had a friend of mine. She's a she's a comic. She's great. Actually, she knows Sam. Uh, she said she goes. I'm gonna make a drinking game for your podcast with your buddy. She said every time you say George Soros, I'm gonna drink a drink. So now that I've said it twice, hopefully she's had a couple shots of Jameson or whatever it is. <laughs> I think it was a joke. George you know, Soros, I, George Soros. Ultimately, I don't like, I don't want to talk about anybody's name. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I shouldn't have even said it. As a matter of fact, just bleep it when, bleep it when you get to this later. But, um, I was just going to say, you know, we give our power away and, and it's true. I mean, some of us look, man, look, not all of us have the cards dealt to us, you know, and the, and the platters, the silver platters and all that. Some of us fight really hard for what we have. And yeah. We work really hard, really hard. You and I both have worked our whole life to feed ourselves and worked, you know, and lived and, and we've worked really hard. But we also have taken that power in our own hands. And I think that that's what people need to do and to realize. And so, you know, when you see darkness in the world, it's unresolved trauma, it's unresolved issues. Are they your issues? Are they your traumas? Only you can decide. Yeah. You know, only you can really decide. And and I think it's important to, you know, have the wisdom to decide. I mean, some people just will never have the information they need to make the correct decisions in life. And that's just sad. I mean, we humanize everything. I mean, again, sometimes I'm very, I'm very, es- I'm very esoteric. I'm very, um, you know, intrinsic i have a lot of spirit in me at the same oh yeah i mean i have a lot of spirit in me a lot of spirit <laughs> the spirit is in me boy <laughs> but, um, well, we 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 live in the fucking know, i think we live in the age oh, of fucking reality television bro so a lot of these kids yeah. grew up on reality tv so to them this is a fucking they're 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 like fucking they're living out their dramatic reality TV fantasies 
And yeah. and even in the reality TV world, like that shit was all based around narcissism. So, and I'm not saying True. every protester because I know there's a lot of people out there that really are altruists and things that whether I agree with them or not, I know not all of them are bad people that they really do want to see an end of racism and and it, like we do. We don't we don't want fucking racism on this planet, but unfortunately, human beings are stupid and racism is like the fifth problem. Of racists, you know, the first one is stupidity. The second may be they're thieves. <laughs> you know, you look at Ignorance. most racists, they're Ignorance they're a scumbag is, is... in five different ways before they're racism. And and so mm -hmm. like all these guys, they're getting wrapped up in all this reality TV shit. And unfortunately, a lot of them are narcissists. They're 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 doing this shit to virtue signal and show off for their friends and and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 because and that's really unfortunate. They haven't resolved. They haven't resolved. You know, that's yeah. That's the issue. Is there's just a lot of unresolved. You know, people they're resolved. Look at the word resolved. Is it solved? You know. Is yeah. It, you know, solved. It's it's about solving. Yes. And so, uh, we need you know in a world in a world that's just full of distractions. What we need is more contemplation. So meditation, need, man. Again, I think we need to get back to nature. Uh, you know, another part of being independent and taking, you know, the power back into your hands for your psyche and your mind and your body and your spirit is working with the land and yes. gardening. I think I think the medicine is key because you know we need to heal, but I think that comes with the food. So it's the Plant farmers consciousness. that are the doctors. It's the farmers that are the doctors. And what we need is more people to plant the food that they are eating. Just take the seeds out of your peppers or your tomatoes or whatever. And don't forget, you don't need to go buy seeds. Hey, you just need to plant hey, seeds. Hey, Creed, Creed, so, the, original, yeah. the original pharmacists were farmers. That's the original Farmer, big pharma absolutely. right there. We know that. You yeah. and I know that. Do people know that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, we have a lot of, like... 20 year olds running around that don't know shit so i mean yeah. i really don't mind teaching people and i think maybe that's what this is maybe you and i are now at that age we're a little bit older yeah you know, when we were younger we would see people our age and we would go oh yeah you know they're in that they're doing their thing whatever so now we're at that age and you know we need to guide and help and teach and you know and so that's something we could do i mean you and know, you're I don't know. you're in la you're in a big city and and and, and looking at like just like where the pandemonium is like at the craziest it's in big yeah. cities like LA, Seattle, Portland, New it. York. People are fucking losing their heads. Well, back to yep. nature, ladies and gentlemen. You you like Yeah, exactly. You've you've cut yourself off from nature in the middle of chaos. Most people out in cities aren't meditating. If you go within, you, you never go without. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like if you don't like the waves, then don't get on the boat. <laughs> you know I, mean? uh, I don't know. I don't know if that um, you know really says much. Nowadays, everything is just one big turbulent wave, but uh, or wave after wave after wave. What's crazy though is there's no no peace. There's like no peace. What's what's in the world? But there's. If there you is. have it inside of you, there's plenty. Yeah. 
Yeah. But what's crazy, though, is like even like looking at the quarantine and all this shit. And I was saying it towards the end of last year. 2020 is going to be big. 2020 is going to be big. It's it, it, it's perfect vision and it's a master number. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Why? And I and I said that all these occultists are going to get exposed and all their dark art shit is going to get exposed on a you massive that, fucking huh? level. Oh, for sure, bro. And and um, so now through the, the quarantine, even though like like all these people are losing their heads, they're struggling, they're this and they're that. And, and I've been blessed because, you know, and I'm not saying the struggle is going to be over in my life, but I've been blessed in the sense where. I got so much fucking turmoil from two years old to 34 years old that I just got sick of it. And I really dove deep into the meditation and to working with plants and and doing all this other shit so that quarantine and all this shit, it's actually been fucking like I, I can honestly look back at what's going on and say, this has been great, dude. I, I've enjoyed it. You know, it's like almost I've been training my whole life for shit like this. So am I surprised? <laughs> no, I've been, you know, they were, they, they quarantined my ass from 17 to 23 in, in the California youth authority for, for six years, you know? So yeah, quarantine, yeah, like, like, like quarantine was nothing. When they said quarantine, you laughed. You were like, I was like oh, vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and yeah. then, then, then you look at like, well, what did people do during their quarantine? It was like, Jeremy, you can't tattoo because of this. So what did I do? I started a podcast. Uh, I started working out more. I started I doing fasts. I, I, I started fucking um, working with plants. I started doing art for fucking, you know, Sam Tripley and Tinfoil Hat. And I'm still waiting for those guys to tell me when those shirts are, are going to drop. But fucking... Uh, you know, I started doing shit that I felt like would serve me and, and and others as well because I was like, well, dude, shit's going down because you know, I knew right off the bat, the world has never been on a lockdown before. And just because they got movies like Pandemic and 28 Days Later doesn't mean I'm going to fall for this Hollywood fucking dark arts black magic bullshit like other people are. So now I got to start a podcast and get the word out. Yo, guys, you guys are being tricked, man. These guys are enchanting you. This ain't politicians and doctors and scientists. These are alchemists and fucking witch doctors and fucking, uh, you know, dark arts magicians and shit, sorcerers. Y'all need to wake up. So I'm not getting money off this shit. What I'm doing is this is a service, man. This is just me trying to get the word out to people to tell them, yo, you talk back to programs. You're talking about the Bible, the original computer program. I think the Bible was was just a, a book of the arcane. The church was the fucking computer program. You know what I mean? Jesus showed up and he was like, hey, guys, check it out. I'm the son of God. You can be one, too. Don't look at me like your sporting team. Look at me as an example, you know, you know. To, 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 to be your own sons and daughters of God, you know? And, and like you said before, motherfuckers are looking for a hero or a puppet master. It's like, fuck that shit. Become the hero. Become your own puppet master. Stop exactly. falling for tricks. Exactly. Take your power. I mean, that's the key. Like my buddy, you know, he gives it away. It's like, it's like he's, He's the victim. It's the victimization, you know. Like, 
you're either a victim to everything or, or a victor or the or the or they can be a victim to you victim or <laughs> like, victor victor or you're the victor there you go i mean you know that's very true you know very true yeah man yeah. Anyways, man, I, I I really wanted to get like the Freedom Cast going and 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 get this info out there and and get you on just because, you know, we you know we've been talking about it for a while and I was like, man, I want to do something cool on the Fourth of July for the Freedom Cast, and, and at the end of it all is is people are fighting for their freedom with the external, but the freedom really is in the internal, dude. It's the freedom Absolutely. within, man. Like, so where yeah. you could be, like, you know, because we hear about mandatory vaccines or this or that or FEMA camps or whatever. If you have freedom within, the military could be marching up your block right now and kicking in doors. And yep. you could be like, okay, cool, man. Um, I'm not going to fucking be terrified. I'm not going to go out full of fear. I'm either going to go out like well, a warrior, locked and loaded, or I'm going to go out in a meditation position like the Buddha, dude. But I'm not exactly. going to go out terrified, right? Because I have the freedom nope. to make my own choices and to feel what I want to feel at this time. So the freedom is within the self, man. We are the, the Absolutely. We are the Trinity. We are mind, body, and spirit, man. We are the original pyramid. We are the holy fucking trinity. The kingdom of heaven is within Three, you. 369. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Absolutely. And my life path is 33. So Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's a very sacred, special day. I think people should be empowered and feel empowered and feel free. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful day to celebrate, and, you know, freedom is eternal. That's something that you can't take. You can't give it. You can't take it. It's it's like electricity, you know. You, you, it's, it's forever eternal, and so, you know, that is the big secret, you know. It, it's, it is within. Freedom isn't something... It isn't in a firework. It's not in, you know, being somewhere or whatever. The freedom is inside of you, and that's the key. You know, today people are together, celebrating together, but it's individually that the freedom lies within us. And if you free yourself, ultimately, you know, you're only imprisoned if you choose to be. Hey, you hey, know? hey, hey, Creed, I don't want to watch the fireworks. Yeah. I want to become them. Absolutely. Ha! Hey, plug and, yourself. Know, Let like people know where they. Lately. I've been saying absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's like my favorite word, absolutely. Let, it's it's a great word. What? what Let know. people know where they can find you, brother. I am in the ether. Just call my name. Creed. <laughs> Are you on Instagram? Yeah, you, I'm. Uh, you know, I spell it K R three A D. You know, I'm on SoundCloud if you want to listen to some music. I'm on Instagram if you want to check out some pictures, like curate. Um, sometimes I will post a little story or something. But, I mean, for the most part, you can message me, get at me if you like. 
I think we could also, you know, do these podcasts here and there. Maybe we do another one. You know, this is kind of maybe the warm-up intro introduction, but yes. you know, we can move into a couple of topics. And, you know, maybe we could put a timer on and yes. we do a little timer. And then we, you know, maybe we do a couple of shows. I mean, I yes. think that when we can definitely... We've always created good artwork together, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you have, you are one of my favorite people on the planet. Thank you for being you and thank you for giving me a call today and for allowing me to grace your podcast. Um, Absolutely. Get a hold of me anytime. I will, bro. And I love you. I love you too. Thank you.